What it do? What's up? How y'all doing today? This is the one and only JDZ on the ones and twos. Bringing it to you like no one does. <laughs> Hope everybody is having a good, fantastic, wonderific week. This episode is brought to you by, as always, self-care. But then it's also brought to you by matches. Do you not have enough matches in your house? Do you find yourself wandering aimlessly throughout your house looking for matches and then going to the store and then buying more matches and then coming back to the house realizing, oh, that's where I put the matches. Matches. They're not just for fires. They're for candles. Mostly for fires and lighting things, but lighting candles as well. Candles is an element of self-care, which is always preached about on this podcast. <clears throat> Hoping everybody by now has had a chance to get out and really take advantage of this beautiful fall weather, including the southern states, maybe, maybe, am I asking too much? I mean, it's absolutely beautiful, not just scenery, but weather, how it feels, having a break from the heat, you know, walking around, still practicing social distancing, but walking around and just enjoying things, right? Speaking of social distancing, kind of wanted to just get right into the topic. Um, this episode is power. Power. How much power do we all have? I feel that we all have a great deal of power, but we have more power in numbers, and that's to go without saying. Uh, Lately in the news, there is um, all the stuff about COVID and people getting infected, reinfected, uh, number 45 in the White House, having his turn with it, and still seemingly not taking it too seriously for whatever the reason is. Um, The late, great Dick Gregory used to say that knowledge isn't power, information is power. And what he meant by that was You can be the most powerful person in the world as far as money or real estate, that sort of thing. But for example, if I have pictures of that same individual in a compromising situation, I now have the power for that person who has those incriminating photos. The reason I bring this up is I'm watching, you know, NFL games this past weekend, and I'm also watching players get infected with 
COVID. In one particular example, the uh, Tennessee Titans had um, a few players, more than two, contract COVID. And they played a game. But the way it was spun was, we played a game, and oh yeah, by the way, there were some people that were infected, period. What actually happened was they were infected before the game even started, and yet they played the game. Now, this wasn't last week. This was the week before. So they didn't play last week. They might not play this week because some more of their individual, the, the players on the team, got infected. New England Patriots. Cam Newton, he was infected. And they moved the game a day. He didn't play. The rest of the team did. But one of their players was infected this week, seemingly. However, do we really truly know when this person contracted COVID? There are several players on several teams that are infected, have been infected, and the NFL has not been forthcoming with the results. The team has not been, teams have not been forthcoming with the results. Now, why is this important? What does this have to do with power? <clears throat> well, juxtapose that to your place of business. If one person was infected with COVID, what happens? Your place shuts down, even if it's for just two weeks, three weeks, a month, depending for the foreseeable future. You got to spray all that down. You got to disinfect and then you have to put up protocols and then be preemptive and proactive before people even come back. And then when they come back, there are still measures put in place so that there is no reinfection or the rates of reinfection um, or the rates of infection amongst others is minimal. You wouldn't even think of having everybody come back to the office, right? In the school. If one person comes down with something, if the kids are in school, we're shutting that thing down. Just like New York has re has shut down some of their uh, school districts again because of the reinfection rates. So guys in the NFL, they're getting infected. And it's kind of murky about the test, which is really, by this point, you can get results same day. Yes, for those that don't believe, you can get results same day. Depends on how much money you have and where you go to get tested. Or if you're an NFL player, NHL player, sports person, the person of, of power. So these guys... NFL guys, I'm only going NFL right now. They continue to play. Now, some of the some of the teams, the Tennessee Titans, they shut down. They didn't play. Patriots, they say they're not practicing this week, but they're talking about just moving games. 
And I understand, you know, you wouldn't shut down the whole NFL if one team or another got infected, right? But that other team is going to travel to another state to play another team. And all of those individuals will be in close contact, tackle football, and then go home to their families. Why is it even a question of even playing? Well, there, here comes your power. The league makes too much money. They figured they've lost too much money. So these guys are made to play. Same thing in college where 20-something players from the LSU Tigers, they were infected. And then the next week, somehow they, they're playing an opponent. I'm not understanding how that works when we know that there is at least a three-day to 14-day incubation rate. And these guys kept testing positive, new players kept testing positive, and yet magically they have enough players to play and it, it, everything's all good. Here's your power. College football fears that they're losing too much money, so we have to do something to keep the games on and fulfill those TV contracts. Now, I'm going somewhere with this. Some of you are like, I don't want to hear about sports. This is really boring. Oh, my gosh. When we talk about power, we know the definition of what that is. We, we, we know the, the mundane dictionary definition. But let's just say the players in the NFL, they decided to not play because it was decided the powers that be that hold the power are not being held accountable. They say they have their best interest in mind. They say they, they, we, they have our best interest in mind, but that doesn't seem to be the case with us being in close contact, playing, and then we have to go home to our families, that sort of thing. And the other teams decide, you know what, we're going to follow suit. That sort of thing. We're going to boycott. We're not going to do this until you take it extremely seriously. And you're like, well, what does that do? What, I mean, you're just sitting there. Well, if all they care about is money, getting more powerful or not relinquishing any of that power, you hit them where it hurts in the power book. We're not gonna allow you to fulfill your TV contracts. We're not going to allow you to make money in the stadiums until you do right by us. Same thing in college football. Just because they're young kids doesn't mean that they won't have a voice. If they decided, especially with the social justice initiative, they decided, hey, you know what? We're going to boycott because our universities aren't taking care of people of color on our campuses the same way that they are taking care of people um, that are not of color. And we don't see that as right. Every time we play, we make them money. 
but we are not taken care of. Something to that effect. If team if teams started doing this, if the people of color decided we're not going to play your games until you do right by us, things would have no choice but to start to change. Now they hold all the cards. Now they hold the power. The question is, why doesn't this happen? A few reasons. One, there is the unknown. You could get fired. You could get cut from your team. What will people think? I'm thinking about my future. I've had conversations with uh, young adults, young men, young women, teenagers, people of my generation, of why this is a, I feel that it's a good idea, against their idea of it isn't, or that doesn't move the needle, that doesn't get what we need. And I always go back to the, um, the bus boycotts back in, you know, the 60s. The things, the initiatives that they wanted to get started, 50s, 60s, 70s, black people. Bus boycotts, lunch counter sit-ins, marches. Those sorts of things. Without those things, without people sacrificing seemingly everything, it is arguable that people of color wouldn't be in as good a spot as we are now. Voting rights initiatives. Forcing people to be uncomfortable because People of color are not given equity. When you hit them in the pocketbook, when you hit them in the power book, that takes away their power. Well, they'll just get some other people to take their spots. Maybe, maybe not. This is where the star athletes of color the LeBron Jameses of the world. Because taking a knee is it, it, it's that's you're getting your message across. You know, kneeling for the national anthem, wearing the t-shirts and and saying what you want for change. Those are all awesome good initiatives. But what else are you doing? Now, LeBron James is doing things outside of that. He's, tr he's trying to get voting rights um, initiative started. It, you know, if he hasn't already, he's, you know, we all know, well, most of us know that he's done the school back in his home state. He's doing a lot of things. But one point of contention is, should they even be playing an NBA season? They have to get the championship. Okay. What does that do for social justice initiative? I can pretty much guarantee that they're, they're, on, they're on the brink 
of winning a championship for LA. They're up 3-1 in their playoff series. They win one more game, they have a championship. If they were to boycott that game, the ratings being as high as it is, all eyes on them, what kind of power do you think they would wield and that they would have? You know how many people would be upset They would have no choice but to pay attention. Yes, they would be mad. Yes, they'd be frustrated. Because they can't watch their game. But they'd have to pay attention. Now that we have this platform, we need you to pay attention to us. Because just this week, last week, there was... A young black man who lost his life by the hands of a white policeman and he did not need to lose his wife, lose his life. Member of law enforcement has been charged, but again, he didn't attack the cop. He was trying to explain. Didn't matter. Ended up dead. And we're still going to play a game. We're still going to play games. Power. Power is the sort of thing that emperors had, kings and queens had. Not so much anymore. At least not where we can see it. Because the ones we do see are just figureheads of England, things like that. Power can be held by a group of individuals with a mission. The mission to be united, the mission to have equity. Panthers were, the Black Panthers were one of those organizations. They have, they had a 10 point program where politicians should earn our votes. Not the other way around. Power. If they honestly really had to earn our votes, things might be different. Power. I wanted to end the podcast with some of the things I, some of the things and thoughts I may have might be controversial. They might be things you don't agree with, and that's okay. We can have differing opinions. But if the non-playing of games upsets you more than having everybody in this country well, then there might need to be some self-introspection.
people are dying because of this disease. Even if it's five people, people are dying. Even if it's just a hundred people, people are dying. Other places have a, have a hold of this disease and they've beaten it one, two, three times. We have not beaten it once. We have to do better. We have to do better. Hope you guys have a great rest of your week. As always, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. And I will see and have you listen to me next time.